Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or evening. Whenever the fuck you decided to listen to this, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me as always... Yes. What it is, y'all. It's Lee Michael Kimbrell. Chillin'. How you doing, nasty boys and girls out there across that whole wide nasty world? They're great. They seem like they're doing okay. They're in a good mood. They're I mean, fine. Yeah, it, we we have a little bit of something to deflect. We uh, Joe Burrow's gonna be really good. He's going to be very I good. I mean, he's like looks like he's gonna be like the next great quarterback, yeah, he, he which looks, is fucking amazing. He looks like a more mobile Tom Brady. It's really wild how, how fucking good he could potentially be. And I know, as a Cincinnati sports fan who just was smited yet again this very season, you're just waiting for him to just, like, get his break his neck or, <laughs> or find Jesus or something. Or, and like, but... Or it's just like what happened with Carson Palmer. He makes the wrong step up, yeah, and he tears all of his knee. Out. No, but fuck that, man. Maybe Burrow is the one. Like every, like yeah. everything, just Newton's law of averages, right? Like every bad streak has to come to an end. Every streak has to come to an end. It. it I mean, yeah. Burrow, Burrow could be the one who saves Cincinnati sports. sports. How crazy would it be if he's the one that saves the Bengals and then they fucking are like, hey, do you want Joe Burr to stay here or do you want to sign another crazy stadium lease on Paul Brown? Yeah, and they'll do that. They'll do it. They will fucking do it. Just like the worst business move ever. Get an asset, raise your value up to to the highest (laughs) amount possible and then not reinvest into that value. And uh, who knows? Do you think Mike Brown played it that way? Like, no, like, well, if I just keep Marvin a couple more years and we're mediocre... And then we bought him out and get the number one overall pick. And they like, he was snaking and reading oh, yeah, the draft. Dude, Mike Brown's a fucking genius <laughs> planning drafts five, six years ahead. I'm not discrediting that he is very good at drafting. That's oh, what yeah, he has been sure. his entire yeah. life. Yeah. It's the one thing That's he's good thing. at. And it's oh. the most frustrating part is because our rosters just by draft picks alone have been nasty. It's gross. I mean, we picked, I mean, that class with Grisham and Green and Dalton and all those dudes. I mean, our. <laughs> Gino, uh, uh, Dunlap, Johnson. Like we've hit with everything. Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. But this is a baseball podcast. <laughs> but the only reason we bring up the Bengals is because right now, if we were to talk about the Reds, there wouldn't be much to talk about just baseball no. playing wise because Mm-mm. in a postseason of 64 dingage, the Reds hit how many? 64 home runs. Reds hit. Zero. Zero percent of those. Zero percent. And it, you know what? What's great about that? It can't get worse. It can't get worse than that. It can't get no, any worse than it can't. that. But uh, zero out of 64. Bill, I'm going to go out on a limb and say them's is pretty bad odds. Those are real bad odds. Yeah, if you're, if you're playing bingo and there's 64 balls in there mm-hmm. and you need a one to be drawn and yep. there's no ones in there, mm-hmm. them's is bad odds. Them's the worst odds. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to bet on that. But maybe no. you've got an inside line. Maybe you've got a big old boner for... Um, 
a certain team or a certain player. Uh, do you, is there a place where I could do that safely? Uh, say in the comfort of my home, on my couch, with either a mobile device or a laptop. Well, Billy, the wait is finally over. Holy shit! You got a triple header of fun. It's upon us this week. Well, I'm talking about BetOnline.ag. Oh, the boys. You already know, man. Football, they're in full effect. They're swinging. Many teams strutting their stuff early. Peacocking. The NBA <laughs> Finals are here. That is a lock. Bet on the Lakers. You're going to want to find a prop bet in that game. Yeah. You know, uh, and Major League Playoffs, they're in full swing. You can bet on that. Great pun. You, uh, yeah, you already know, baby. You might, nah, you, uh, you might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. Bet online is going to the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach prop bets. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Great read, thank you, brother. Top tier read. I'm real proud of you. Appreciate for that, that, one. that, man. Yeah, that was a that was a nice little segue to zero to sixty four. That was perfect. What are we gonna do, man? We're pros. Listen, use that promo code. Yeah, use it. Come use on. It. I mean, I wish wh- I would have had this a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. If you're listening to this podcast, you're either really good friends of mine and Billy and want to show mm-hmm. us some love, or you are just a fucking sports addict who literally can't get enough. <laughs> and I commend you for it. I'm looking at you, Webster. But if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, you for sure probably either bet on sports or want to bet on sports. Right. So just throw the nasty boys a bone and go and throw promo code armchair and put $50. To just Throw see, you know, just do a silly prop bet. Yeah, who and cares? maybe win like a couple grand. Yeah, who cares? Go or- and bet. Here's a, here's a lock. You want Lee's lock of the week? Ooh, Lee's lock is a great segment. In the fifth inning of game three of the Dodgers-Padres. Okay, so wait. So tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. In the fifth inning, there's going to be over four total hits. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. There's going to be over four total hits. I'm going to make that bet tonight. It's a lock. I'm feeling it. Lock it in. Lock it in. You know what? They should use that promo code, and they should go lock it in. Go lock it in. I'm going to go make that. You know what? I'm going to make that bet when I get home. I like that. Let's do it. I I will, too. Yeah. I've got 3342 in my account. Let's fucking (laughs) let it roll. Let's let it rip. That is an exact number because I was staring at it, and I almost bet on the Marlins yesterday. Oh, yeah? What were you going to do? I'm a dumbass. I couldn't figure out the fucking website. I'm not. I'm, I'm new to this. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. We're new to it. Uh, the very extremely user friendly interface at betonline.ag. <laughs> I will say, very user friendly on the phone. Yeah, but laptop, on the laptop, not so much. Well, I'm just confused by all the numbers. I look at them and I'm, I'm like, do I over under? Okay, get that total hits. I can bet before the fifth, and I check the box. But then, where do I go to just? Place the fucking bet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have the opposite of whatever autism is. <laughs> because if you put like a bunch of numbers and charts in front of me and stuff, I just lose it. I do too. I just lose it. Were you bad at geometry? Not good, no. Same. I was awful. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I just, I don't know. I've, that's something I've really had to come to terms with over this quarantine. Is that you're just not good with math and not shapes? A, not a terribly smart man. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you say that. Yeah, you are a smart guy. I know. I know. I, know, I just. I, I need to be better at learning new things. I'm well, smart enough. 
learning is hard in yeah. general. Yeah. It's very hard. I know, man. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't, I'm not, there's a reason I don't have a degree from a college or a community college. Old sweet Bill. Or four of the different ones I went to. There's a reason. It's because I'm four mostly, tries. I'm bad at sitting in a room, looking at a person talking to me, and then looking outside and being like, man, I could do anything. I know. I'm too much of a, I'm, we're too dreamy. I know. You know? I mean, at least with Cincy shirts, it's like, you're fucking jammed. Yeah. But you know when you're starting and when you're stopping for the most part. Sure. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Yep. And then you've got your time. I mean, we met at with we met at your boss and Yeah. Chilled. That's true. Watched and the Reds get, and we have to plug Cincy shirts. Cincy shirts. Um, home of the, the, the shit. We love Cincy shirts. We love man. Cincy shirts. Uh there is a fleece sale going on. Uh, I think the promo code is sweaters, and you get like thirty percent off. Come on, it's I about it's like prime fleece season. That's a really good deal. You're, guess what? When you buy one of these fleeces, we're selling them so cheap. You're fleecing us. Hey, Cincy shirts being out of Cincy just by made by a couple, you know, comics is like a cool thing. It's really cool. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking sweet. It's a big ass company. It's making Billy like. Do it. You're doing. Well, I'm doing man. fine. Yeah, you're doing fine. I'm fine. During a pandemic, it's exciting, man. Yeah, it is. Very, it actually is very exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, today was a busy one too. Like I would uh, go well, to. We ha- got new uh, zoo creatures. We do have new zoo zoo babies. Are the zoo baby names out yet? Yes. So can out. we talk about a Johnny Joe? Yeah, please, a Johnny Joe. So AJ, is that the whole point? I don't know. A Johnny Joe. It kind of rhymes off the tongue. Like, I don't... It rolls. I don't hate it. A Johnny Joe. A Johnny Joe sounds like someone who's going to come up behind you and steal your wallet. Yeah, man. Yeah, no shit. You got to watch out for these A Johnny Joes. fucking Johnny Joe. (laughs) You're going to have to cancel your credit card. Yeah, man. A Johnny Joe. A Johnny Joe Joe sounds like an Asian coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. Come on down to a Johnny Joe's. Vietnamese I'm, coffee. I'm biting my lip to not do the accent. Yeah, I know. Me too. Ooh. Dude, I had to do everything in between. And I go, oh, Johnny Joe. <laughs> oh, Johnny Joe. Oh, Johnny Joe. Oh, Johnny Joe. Come and get your... <laughs> okay, we'll stop. We can. Oh, yeah, go to Johnny Joe. They have the best sweet condensed milk. <laughs> yeah. See, I made it specific to their culture's coffee. Yes, exactly. It's just... Well, yeah. that's just Vietnamese coffee. Yeah, I know. So what is it? It's a rhino? It's a baby. Boy, rhino. A Johnny Joe the Rhino. I mean, I get it. I I get it. I don't hate it. I'm just saying it's funny. I mean, they went with Fiona. Fiona was an international hit. Yeah. A Johnny Joe. It's just, you know. It rolls off the tongue. A Johnny Joe the Rhino just sounds like something that would exist in Zootopia. No shit. He's a jazz singer. You know there's some furry out there like, dude, they stole my name. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, now I got to cancel my OnlyFans. I'm a Johnny Joe. (laughs) And and what were the other ones? There was like... Pocket. Three babies. Pocket, the little kangaroo. Baby Oh, fuck it, that's a cute name. Pocket's cute as hell. Pocket, come on. Like Pocket. Because it sticks in the pocket. I like Pocket. Does it get... No, it doesn't get cuter than that. And then the other one... I don't care because Pocket's the cutest. Pocket is the cutest. Uh, I forget what the other one's named. Uh, I think it's just... Uh, it's called Wiggles the Fish Out of Water. Yeah, there we go. Fish Wiggles the, the Drowning Fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just called Endangered Animal in Captivity. Yeah, I think that's, that's the it. name. Yeah. It's its full Christian name. A Johnny Joe, baby. A Johnny Joe the Rhino we, on the keys. We did talk a little bit about it up top when we were diverting from the Reds' pain. Mm-hmm. It, we just 
to bring it up one more time. Yes. That Bengals offense. They blocked for him on Sunday. How when I was watching that game on my mm-hmm. phone, okay. I was thinking, sure. How what did that film session look like with the offensive line? <laughs> I mean, was like what did how did that how did that big of a change happen? Do you want to do you want to know here's seriously what happened? They probably didn't even have the film session. They said there's no point. Yeah. Um and they just went out and practiced. And then the offensive line saw three dudes they brought in off the street. And they said, hop in here. And then uh, fucking Billy Price was like, what? And like had to step aside and watch someone do what he was doing. And he was like, wait a minute, man. I'm a first round pick. Why is this guy that was just over here selling hot dogs in the cart doing my job? And that motivated him to fucking actually run block. It's a nice move. Run blocking is the easiest fucking yeah. thing to do. Be big. Put your hands up. Fucking lock in. Don't grab him either. Yeah, I Just know. Put it in the get in the push pocket. Him. Push, push him. him. Push him. Push him away. Mm. They really did. They looked good at times. They looked good. Yeah. I mean, Mixon was just re- open, ready to go. Now, what I need to say is that Jacksonville's defensive line is the probably the worst in football. I know they're bad. So they needed to get that pushed around, which is nice to at have. least we pushed the bad one around. Yeah, which is not a Cincinnati thing to do. Yeah, we'd go out and get beat by bad teams. I mean, the fact we lost, th- we we were we our first three games there was a difference of six points. Right, we're fucking in ball games. And look at think about this. Look what Cleveland just did to Dallas. I know that that, that Cleveland offense and the Cincy offense. If you were to just look at Week Four, you'd be like, well, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> those are those are some world beaters. They're doing it. I know. So okay, I know, but. Next week is Baltimore. This well, this week is Baltimore. I feel fine about that. I know it's not. I don't think it's going to be a complete ass beating. No, I think it's going to be. I think. Th- we what lose, would you set the line at? Um, five and a half. Yeah, like a score. Yeah, yeah. A little over a field goal. Yeah, that's where I'd put the line. I don't know what the line is, to, but I know somewhere you could go check it. Yeah, betonline.ag. Nailed it. Promo code armchair. Promo code armchair. Um. But yeah, no, you got to feel good. Uh, here's what I don't feel good about: twelve thousand fans in Paul Brown Stadium this week. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Isn't, does that scare? Okay, does that scare you at all, or are you more of just like we just have to, we just have to do this? Man, it's. I just don't really know where I fall. I listen to the scientists. I listen to the dissenters. Um, I say, yeah, I twelve thousand people in there. The I like the 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 fact that they probably won't behave. But when you're watching on TV, I think people will keep that mask on because they don't want to get kicked out. Yep, it's a pretty killer fucking experience. Yeah, those... if you got twelve thousand people in that big fucking stadium and they're wearing masks and they are distanced, let it happen. I'm with you. Let it happen. Everyone needs to have the freedom to make their own choice. That's what this country is built upon, and I'm 100 percent in agreement with you. That being said. If someone walked into this door right now and they walked into this back Go Bananas Comedy Club because we just got done doing Tent City and they threw two tickets down on this table and said, do you want to go to the Bengals game on Sunday? It's free on us. Do you want to go? Would you do it? Fuck yeah. Me too. I would go. Fuck yes. Yeah. If I had a line on tickets, like I would fucking throw down. Are you kidding me? Go to a pandemic game? 
<laughs> that would be fucking. I am opening my phone and going. It's <laughs> game mean, time right now, just to see. Because I know you could have gone to that first Chiefs game for less than twenty five dollars I mean, a ticket. I would totally go. Okay. Are you kidding? All right. Throw a mask and some sunglasses and a hat on. Fucking bring a scarf. Right. I mean, who gives a fuck? All right. Here we go. I would do it. I would be curious to see how much it would be to get into one of those games. Okay. Whoa. Holy shit! Tickets went up. Like crazy. I believe it because I think everyone is like, yeah, I want to go to one of those fucking games. Well, also you have the fact that it is Baltimore. Yeah, that's a big game. Cheapest ticket, two seventy one a pop. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, you know, good. That's great. Let's check SeatGeek because remember when Rudick and I went? Yeah. We got six seats. Yeah. Like we were coughing. Um, no, for yeah. for uh, less than thirty five bucks a pop. Yeah, we were on the that top deck, first row, leaning over, having a merry old time. He's high as a kite. I'm trying to get a little toasty. It was great. Now let's do this. Here we go. On this app, fuck you, Bengals. Yeah, that's a lot of money that's going into the Bengals coffers. That's only a good thing. Cheapest seat. Two twenty four. Wow, che- cheapest seat. Two twenty four. Oh yeah. The sorry, I apologize. They're not at home this week. They're at home the twenty fifth. Oh okay, so that makes sense. Browns bangies. It could drop in price. Yeah, who knows? They normally do that far out. They're a little overpriced, and then they'll. But yeah, I would go to those games. I would too. And I wouldn't shame anybody for going to those games. I wouldn't either. You know, I mean, it's funny, especially you're watching college football now, and it's just like 20-year-old, <laughs> 19-year-old blackout drunk kids. And just it's like, coughing at each other's yeah, mouths. I mean, that's one thing, but right. not like the picture of the responsible adult you can find yeah. at a Bengals game. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, it's a fucking asylum. Mm. But let it let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. I'm. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Might as well. It just sucks that MLB didn't do it this year. I know, and they could have, but it was a different time. Yeah, it was a different time. I mean, we were in the middle of it, and we still. I mean, even still, like the most educated person about it doesn't mm-hmm. fully, you know, grasp it. No one can. I don't know, man. I don't either. But that's you know that's cool. Disco Donnie got it. How wild is that video of him like full blown gasping for air? Gasping for air, just like, <gasps> and then just saying like, "I'm fine, I'm totally fine." I know it's it's crazy. You it's, are lying to our faces. I know, man. And he looks like shit. Yeah. My favorite thing to come out of it is the picture of him working where he's just doodling on a blank piece of paper, just doing nothing. And the fact that they released those photos at different times, but someone found the metadata yeah. in the photo, and they took them five minutes apart from each other. So they got him up, they wheeled his ass out, took the oxygen tubes out of his dumb big fucking nose and gave him a pen and said, just doodle, just draw anything. And just started signing his name and they got those photos in two different rooms. No way. Yes. I didn't see that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. I mean, is it a good thing if he dies? No, Pence is a monster who knows what he's doing. Yeah, but that's what's scary is it's like Pence isn't running for president. He's not on the ballot. Correct. He well, I mean, he's on the ballot. He's on the ballot as a vice president, right? But like, he is current. He you can't vote for Mike Pence for president of the United States. No, but you can vote for him, knowing if anything were to happen to Trump, that's your number. Yeah, two. no, but I'm saying just like constitutionally, literally, his name isn't on the ballot. He's not running for president. So like, right. if Trump dies in three days, and then there's the election, 
Like, okay. they would have to run through a bunch of hoops constitutionally to get Mike Pence on the ballot. There's already a couple, you know, almost 100,000 votes sent in yep. of, of ballots where he's not on it. Right. So my first thought, I freaked out. I was just like, oh, shit. I mean, I, I think Pence beats Biden. That's tough. But I don't know if it's even going to be a possibility. This is all if Donnie it T is massive, the bucket. massive if. Yeah, I mean reasonable if. It's a big. It's a. It's for sure a reasonable if. I'm sorry, my gears are turning, and I'm thinking like, I don't think so because the RNC guy, would appoint the RNC would like appoint somebody to run as the Republican candidate. Correct. And I don't know who they would pick. I don't think they would be pick Pence. The only reason I say Pence could beat Biden is just because all of the closeted Trumpers would feel much more, or the people who weren't going to vote for him because they hated him. Right now, they would just be like, "Oh, well, we can vote red again because Pence is just a puppet who will just do whatever the status quo." Correct, but I think a lot of—I mean, I—I see him this way, and I think a lot of people see him this way. That guy's a fucking puss. Oh yeah, he's a gargantuan puss. Yeah. Like, the guy came out and said, oh, I can't have dinner with another woman without my wife being there because of my religion. Because I'm gay. Because I'm gay as fuck, dude. Everyone knows you're gay. Yeah. Every human fucking being knows you are gay as fuck and just come out of the closet, but you can't because your fucking Lord and Savior won't let (laughs) you. Oh, my God. What a fucked up world, bro. I mean, we don't even got to talk about it. You already know. We it's all know. so crazy. It's bananas. It's so fucking crazy. I wonder how that debate's going right. I, you know what? I, I can watch the recap, and I'll just watch four fucking squares just, on a TV screen, yell about who did better, and then guess what? Nothing's going to change. Who cares? It's only worth watching the next day. Yeah, it watch is. All, watch all of the important parts. Everything that you should have seen, you will see. That's great. Tuning in and like just in, I don't know. I can also see tuning in in real time because it is historically stupid. <laughs> you know, yeah, I agree. It is significant and it's scary. Yeah. You know, it is scary. Right. The fact that we now have, instead of last week where they were six feet apart, we now have them 12 feet apart with a piece of plexiglass because guess what? Nothing's really changed during this pandemic. Nothing. Literally nothing. All it's changed is we went from being in our homes to being scared to wearing masks to being outside and then slowly letting people back out. That's literally it because they don't have any fucking answers. I know. So guess what? Live your life accordingly. Try not to get sick. And if you get sick, that's awful. Don't die. Yeah. But that's where we're at. I know. It's where we are. I was just down in Lexington at a comedy club. 50 per- 50% capacity, socially distanced tables, packed. Oh, yeah. Sold out. 100 people. And you just hung out in the back, and then you went up and you did your thing? You do your set, and then you just hang out in the open area. You wear a mask when people are coming by and like mm-hmm. following you on Instagram and stuff. And then you slather on that hand sanny. Yeah, you wash them hands and... That's all you can do. No, that's literally it. Yeah. I mean, and there are some people, and I understand people's rage, people who are, like, taking it very seriously. Sure. And and that, you know, it's, it, it has made your life not as good, and, and you're doing that for yourself, and then you're also doing that for other people. For the ones you love. And I get that seeing other people not doing that angers you because you are doing it, mm-hmm. but... 
I don't know. That's that's just kind of like a human thing. It, you learn at at some point. You just learn that like your life is your life, and other yeah. people are gonna do what other people fucking do. Yep. And uh, you just live your life accordingly. There's always that saying that my mom always said to you uh, to me. My mom said to you. You know how my mom raised you. Um, my mom Love always. Your mama divorce. She's great. Uh, what my mom always said to me is, just because your friends are jumping off a bridge, does that mean you have to do it too? That's kind of how I look at the people who are getting mad at the people who are trying to make make this as normal as possible That's and so trying funny, to push the boundaries. The ex- I said the exact same thing the other night. Oh, really? I made the exact same analogy. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. we're. You know what? Honestly, we're pretty fortunate to live in a state where DeWine back or down and was just like, I guess, I guess we have to open. Yeah. And we can kind of have that sense of normalcy. I feel bad for people who are like... You know, like Sean was talking, Sean Patton was talking about being in New York and how they had those rooftop shows and then they had to cancel one because they were cracking down on it. Or yeah. or like Powers in California where he's like, yeah, we have like some stuff open. Well, uh, Caleb Sinan, who was just here, did Go Bananas a couple weeks ago. He lives out in L.A. He's a, he's a working comic in L.A. There were no shows. None. They had their first show the 1st of October. They did it one weekend and it got shut down. No shit. At the store? No, it's some rooftop show. Oh, some rooftop right show. They did it once, and it got shut down. Wow. I mean, yeah, California, it, dude, that governor, Jesus Christ, Gavin well, Newsom. We already talked about it. Well, fuck. also, their state's on fire still, yeah, I'm assuming. Quite literally. Yeah. And figuratively. Boy, the world's on fire. How about yours? <laughs> That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. <laughs> hey, now, you're an all-star. Fuck yeah, dude. Smash that rules. Mouth. Speaking of Smash Mouth and COVID. <laughs> No shit. Right. Don't have. Don't host a music festival. Don't go to a place where there's 250,000 people. Right. Go to a place where there's like... But that's a complete outlier. People aren't doing that. No, exactly. That's, that's why Sturgis was such a big story. It's because it was a demographic of people who were obviously going to do it. Can you think of a bigger fuck you group of people than old yeah. bikers? No. Like, of course they were going to do it. Of course. You know? But other than that, like, people are... Following the rules for the most part. Yep. Did you see that 30, what is it, 32% of the cases in the U.S. are from Sturgis? I believe it. It's fucking crazy. I it's believe it. Not just people there, but they went out and they, it was just a super in spreader. Fact, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they do the contact tracing and everything and figure that out, and yeah. I buy that. I do too. And then it's just just the numbers alone, just to look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to look at the right numbers. You can look at a million different kinds of numbers. Right. I'm just at the point right now where I'm just so disillusioned with it, where I'm just doing my own thing, being all right. Yeah. That's all we can do. I mean, other than that, I just assume everything is a lie. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. Why would I believe any of it? I take the science with more credibility. Sure. Of course. Right. But, like, there's been a couple cases where the science has backed up, backed up, Backed down on itself or mm-hmm. not come true. Or there's some stuff where the science has been edited yeah. because someone didn't like how it looked. Yeah. Trump. Uh, yes. Like, exactly. Like, did you see that they were like six feet is not enough? It's actually, it should be 12 or more. Yeah. And then they were like, And uh, we've been operating under six feet this whole time. Right. There's six feet signs in grocery stores right where isn't there a spot with a marking that says stay the fuck back oh yeah, dude so- i almost punched a fucking dweeb well jock a dumbass at the grocery store 
I'm at the Clifton Kroger and I'm checking out. I'm pulling my stuff out. I got sweet cheeks down at the end of the aisle with our reusable bags, throwing stuff in. And the lady's like not giving a fuck and just scanning and just throwing shit down the fucking conveyor belt at her going at a rapid pace. Like she's got a professional back there. Instead, you just have my wife who isn't a trained bagger and she (laughs) shouldn't be. And then you got dipshit Bradley behind me with his friend Dakota (laughs) with their cart full of pizza rolls and tombstone pizzas just hovering behind me while I'm trying to pay. Like I felt his chest bump me and I'm like, dude, the more that you push, the slower I'm going to go. Yeah. Like I, I'm not an angry, typically an angry person or confrontational, but I stopped and stared at him. And then he was just too aloof. Like, Hey bro, look, cookie dough, Kit Kats. And I'm like, fuck you, Bryson. <laughs> And I he and then he like pushed me again and I finally paid and moved and I just stared at him the whole way and then I waited until I got outside and those d- both double doors from the that to the lobby to the outside open and I just looked at Alicia and I said what the fuck was that <laughs> and then screamed for the next eight to ten minutes in the car until we parked and got the groceries and she's like are you happy now are you better I was like. I'm good. You raged out. I'm good. Yeah. But there's so there's, it doesn't matter. There's still going to be dipshits. There's, and it's just like, I don't, how do you, how do you stop Bryson from touching me at Kroger? Yeah, I don't know. And it's scarier with a Bryson just because it's an unknown entity. But, you know, we're up here with our homies. Oh, pretty yeah. Pretty close proximity just because it's Phil Pointer. I mean, Phil's out. Yep. You know, I mean, I get it. I just, I am, unless you're being like an overt, Making a scene, wanting people to see that your nose is out, or that if making a scene is mm-hmm. annoying to me. Agreed. Other than that, like if as long as someone's all up in my space, yeah, just kind of, I'll just kind of be like, yeah, what? And just walk. You know, I'm just ty- mm-hmm. I'm just over being enraged over this shit. I am too, and we've been at it for I'm just not mad at people. Six months, seven months. Think. <laughs> Think about this. This is where it gets interesting. Let's see what happens to Florida. Are they just going to get all get sick and fall off the face of the earth and drift down to Cuba? A lot of, I mean, there's a shit ton of old people down there. No more social distancing. They might. Oh, they, yeah, they're they, open. They're wide open. Yeah, they're wide open. So, And I mean, I, I, it's, it's like the loopholes and stuff, right? Like up in New York and New Jersey, every they, like one of the only shows, there's a lot in New York, but the Stress Factory in New Jersey, mm-hmm. they have an outdoor tent. Dude, they just built a room outside. That's it. It's like a wedding tent. It's a room. Yeah. It's outside, but it's a room. It's a room. Yeah, you're just outside. So, uh, like, also what? We'll uh, see where the numbers go. They were saying 2 million, and we're at 210,000, and that is a lot less. That, But that is still too many. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's more than every uh, war in the past hundred years combined. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So it's a, you know, look at the people who are dying. Really, really old people. There's a kid who died on a college campus last night. Oh, week. I mean, there's a, a bunch of, yeah, cases it's of young people dying. I'm saying a majority of those 210 people, the, the college campus kid, the young mom, the 30 right. year old mom, those are outliers. Of course. Those are outliers. Yeah. So, you know, here we are. We've we made adapted. it. We've, I'm not taking some, I'm not saying fuck it. I'm not saying it ain't mm-hmm. real. I'm just saying. My hands are thrown up. Speaking of adapting, 
Looks like the Rays have done that in the postseason. <laughs> Come adapted on. to the dinger ball. Adapted, adapted, Jesus Christ! Adapted to the dinger. They're beating the Yankees their way. And the Yankees, I mean, they're trying look, to look. Everything was happening that needed to happen for them. Right. Judge was hot. Judge was just hitting dingers. Stanton, Stanton. was just hitting dingers. But they're getting out dinged. But they're also throwing out openers, and they're doing like they tried to to pitch them like the Rays would have been pitching the entire year. It yeah. didn't make sense. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that series plays out and knowing what the Rays have in store still. Yeah. They had Charlie Morton go out and hurl a gem. Yeah. They still have those three guys. That means they have to see Blake Snell again. Even though they lit him up, you still have to see it's him again. Still Snell. Still, it's still Snell. Yeah, Snell on his stuff. He's yeah. Cy Young winner. I hope. I hope this goes the full five. Yeah, it'd be a good game. It'd be a good um, series to watch. Yeah, and then I'd imagine it will. I because of if they have they locked that down. We're recording on Wednesday. I believe that they the Rays are going to win that game. Let's take a look. They here. were up big in like the sixth or the seventh. Do, 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 so do. I would fully expect the Yankees to come out and win tomorrow or whenever they play next. 8-4. Eight, 8-4. Four. Eight, four. So they put a couple more on the board. Yeah, they play tomorrow at 7-10. We got a, we got a full day tomorrow, baby. I'll pick the Yankees. You think the Yankees do it in five? No, no. Or I'll they win tomorrow. the Yankees tomorrow. I, I yeah. think that series goes five. I think sure. so, too. Um, now let's do the, the games that have capped. Who would have thought Houston... The fucking Dusty Baker in the the trash can gang. The trash can. <laughs> cool in the trash can yeah, gang. Yeah, no shit. I mean, they're looking great. All of their players that, you know, you would expect. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, after the scandal, you don't know what you can expect out of any of them. The fact that they're playing at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. It's so much fun to That's just watch them hit the dingers. Twisting the knife. And I don't think there's any way left for them to cheat because there's no one there to cover up any of the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. They so, couldn't do it. So they went out, and it was a 9-7 to seven game today. I know. With with the A's hitting five dings. Like, these are fun games to watch. Yeah, the A's hit five home runs and lost. And it's also, it's, it's dingers and manufactured runs. So, ugh, fuck it rules. It, and you're just getting these big innings. It's so no much Cole, fun No Cole, no Verlander. Grinky is your one. Grinky like, with a sore arm. Yeah, Twilight sore arm Grinky is your one. Oof. Yeah, it's wild. So, I mean, we'll see. What's that series at right now? Uh, Astros 2-1. 2-1. So, they, I mean, the, I, I wonder how much that's going to hang over Houston's head that they didn't slam the door on the team that won the division this year. Yeah. So, uh, that'll be fun to watch tomorrow. Um Miami's done. Yeah. That that story's over. A- Atlanta they're just even though clicking. they they're they're dude yesterday they were firing on all cylinders. Osuna is just a beast. He's the biggest story in the postseason. Acuña? Yeah, that's what I meant. Acuña's yeah. fucking batflip. Ronald. Oh. That batflip was perfection. What a story. What a story. And then goes up, hits the ding, and then hits him again. And then they get pegged. Then he gets pegged. He gets pegged. And he's like, oh, they have to hit me. There was the, the altercation or whatever. But then today, uh, uh, just um, just baseball Twitter's blowing up because he went 0 for 4. Yeah. He got a big head, got ahead of himself. And I mean, baseball's a hard game to talk shit about. Of course. you Because, yeah, the, you're going to fail you know, 80% to 750% of the time. Yeah, I mean, you, go up, you can right. go up and talk a bunch of shit, have a good game, and strike out twice. 
Right. It's a hard game to talk <laughs> shit about, you know? Like, it's football, tough. it's a set amount of time. If you're a running back or if you're a DB, you can talk shit and then in real time just act on it. But with baseball, it's just yeah. a whole different thing. It'll be interesting to see tomorrow with, uh, Jesus, that's Kyle Wright on the bump for them tomorrow. That's the guy that the Reds didn't have to see. Yeah. Which was maybe the guy they could have done something to. Whatever. If um, your aunt had balls. This is both pitchers' debuts in the postseason. No shit for both teams. Who's going for Miami? Uh, oh, man. Ugly some bitch. Sixto Sanchez. Oh, Sixto Sanchez. He's a rookie. Yeah. I saw him. He uh, he was ranked uh, one of like the top 15 rookies in the league he, this year. Yeah, and he's got a fucking cannon. What's his numbers look like? Uh, so so this season he pitched in seven games. He's 3-2 and two with a 3.46 ERA. 39 innings pitched. 33 strikeouts with a 1.21 whip. Plus one whip. And do you want to know what his career stats are? What? The exact same. Rookie. Rookie. That's all he's got. Damn, these young kids getting up in the postseason. Yep. That's wild. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think Braves are in the LCS shoot-in. I think so, too. And that then who sucks. are they playing? The Dodgers, obviously. Oh, the, I mean, Padres yeah. can't beat the Dodgers. N- no. Not with their top two arms. And right now, you're looking at a Dodger 4-1 lead in the top six. And with the fact, yeah, like you said, the Dodgers can run their arms out. Who do the Padres have left? That offense has been sputtering with, I mean, since for the last month of the season, except yeah. for Machado. Yeah. So it, this has been a fun ride, but when you lose LeMay and Clevenger, sorry, it's over. So you've got a Dodgers-Braves-LCS. It's a toss-up between Rays-Yanks, and uh, I think it's pretty – and you got a toss-up between A's-Astros. I, 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 I would hate it if the Astros did it, but I also want them to do it, and I want the Yankees to do it, and we get a seven-game series That's between what I want. two of the most – these teams just fucking That's a, hate each that, other. That would be huge. That is must-watch baseball. That's what Major League Baseball wants. That's what I, I think. Just the fan, a fan of of sports in general. Oh, no, for sure. But like, that is that's the series. Yeah, I would love to see the A's finally get it together, but like, you know, probably not. I think I think that's the story. Is just seeing Chapman having to fucking face. Altuve. Yes. How amazing would that be? Oh. That's high drama. I think I just come. Yeah, so we're coming over here. We're calling Yankees, Strohs, yeah. um, Braves, Dodgers. Yes. Braves, Dodgers. I'm into that, but I think that the Dodgers are still just going to win that series And then what if five. you double fucking down and go somehow the y- Yankees get beat by the Strohs, and you've got a World Series Dodgers-Astros. With a Astros team that finished one game under, under 500. 500. That, I mean, that, see, that's, that's a great story. It's a fantastic that's 2020. story. 2020 will come to full head when the Astros fucking win the World <laughs> Series. For real. Oh, my God. I mean, could God. you... I mean, if it, it would be so on brand. It would be the most on brand. Dusty Baker wins his first fucking ring. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what... That's what... Now that we're saying it With, out loud, it seems likely, doesn't it? I don't want it. I don't think... I don't think so. I hope... I hope... I hope the A's go on a roll... But here, I don't know. I hope they go on a roll, and it doesn't happen, but at the same time, I want that storyline. I'm so horny for it. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that. But the postseason's been fun without the Reds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has been fun without the Reds. I mean, it's such a bummer. I'm not anywhere near as invested as I should be. 
Yeah. You know, I would love it. I mean, but that news broke today. The Reds do have some wildness that did go down. Dickie Dubs, we'll see ya! Dick Williams is out. Dick Williams is gone. So just Mike dropped in Kathleen's office or what? Just he fucking said, I'm done. He said he's been thinking about it for a while because of the pandemic and the more time he spent with his kids and he really misses them. And you know what I think? Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. What do you think? Tell me how you feel. Here's how I fucking feel. I think that he got ran through the mud this year when the offense wasn't doing shit, when fucking nothing was going right for them at the beginning of the season. And he said, nope, I've done this for five fucking years. I've put my life into it. I want to go home and I want to beat my wife. No, he's not doing that. (laughs) No, but he wants to go home. If he was frustrated, I get that because he did a good job this offseason. He's continually done it. I mean, there's been some really, really nice moves in the Dick Williams era. I'm not going to say that he did a good job i'm going to say that he did an average job but if castellanos and moustakis and akiyama sure if if all of those pieces had if moose hadn't missed time if castellanos hadn't gone catonic at certain periods shogo i get it but he was adjusting to the league but like and was adjusting well later in the season exactly i mean it, it, so much of it we've talked about it on the pod before but like Man, so much of it is just out of his hands. And I can see him just being like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm out. I'm wealthy as shit. I don't need my name drugged through the fucking mud in the media. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't need people telling me I'm shitty at my job. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and I'm going to go work for my dad. I'm going to go tuck in a polo shirt into some <laughs> jeans and be, and be fucking happy. Yeah. I thought, Dick, the problem, I don't think the problem in general was Dick. But when you had this offseason where they did they 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 signed the pieces, they did what they were supposed to, I guess. But the fact that they were in conversations with every major free agent out there was reassuring, but they didn't seal the deal. As much as we wanted Castellanos and we're like, fuck Ozuna, fuck Ozuna, fuck Ozuna. Look what he did. Mm-hmm. And he turned down a pretty good contract from us. Yeah. And said, no, I'm going to take a one year and bet on myself. And it worked. Mm-hmm. He just needed to get out of that big bush. Ma'am. Good for him. Love, a see, love to see a guy bet on himself and come out and just hit lottery. Hit him. Get it going. I mean, someone's going to have to give him, what, 20, 25 a year? I mean, he, this year yeah. is what, one, one year 20? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have to do, uh, yeah, it's going to be something along those lines. The problem was with the way that this team was constructed to win this year, it was not built how a fucking professional team should be built. It should be built up the middle, behind the dish, on the mound, second short, center field. And you couldn't bet on those catchers. That's so for true. Shit. You couldn't bet on your second baseman. You could I mean Moose playing out of position, sure, the bat's fine. He he's a two two thirty five to two forty five. It was a full question mark at every, every position up the middle. And you st- and who was playing short? Freddie fucking Galvis. Okay, go out and win a postseason game with Freddie Galvis. And then your second option was Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer starting a game at shortstop in the, in postseason. the postseason is gross. And then Senzel, he sneezes. He's on the IL. Yeah. 
and then Shogo, a guy who's an unknown commodity coming in, and then you trade for Brian Goodwin, you up the gut. Like, look at the Yankees dynasty in the late 90s. You had... Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams in center. You had Cano at second, Jeter at short, and then you had Posada behind the dish. Yeah, for a long time. Can you beat that up the middle? Yeah. We did it with pitching. It was starting pitching, and the bullpen came came to life near the end of the season. Do you think it became really fucking good? Do you think you have like a thirty to forty five second rant on Dick Williams? I'm a, my dick's about to explode. <laughs> I've got a piece so bad. Oh yeah, I got one in okay, there. Okay, Billy, let it rip, guy. All right, you go pee. But my thing is with Dick, he didn't build it to be. Like they just went in and were like, well, let's just piece this thing year by year with the move of unloading Homer Bailey, bringing in Puig, bringing in Wood, and bringing in Farmer was still like a maybe move. It was just patchwork after patchwork. And this year, when they went out and they signed Moose to a longer-term deal, which is supposed to be better, which like it's backloaded, still, eh. You have a 32-year-old guy playing second base for you next year. That's scary. That doesn't make sense. And you're going to bet on Jose Garcia for next year? I don't know. But but the thing is, he didn't they don't they didn't have a long-term solution. I mean, they brought in Kyle Bodie in the offseason to work on the minor league pitching and to do that, but there was no program set up because Dick Williams that wasn't like his forte. It seemed like he was figuring it out by the seat of his pants, and he did a shit ton. Don't get me wrong, but man, it's not like he. It's just he didn't do enough. So that's a huge. That's that's a huge problem, and I totally get like why he would be mad. I get why he would be mad and be like, we should do, we should say that we did a good job this year. It was unprecedented. Yeah, but at the same time, you didn't do enough. And and that's where that's what it comes down to. As as much of a bummer as it is, that's where everything falls. But you know what falls nicely? My pubes, because they're gone, baby. I don't need to worry about them anymore. Because listen up, fellas, today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Right? Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. This nose and ear trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience, and it's the waterproof, which makes it for easy operation and cleaning. Yes. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Hour and a half. a lot of nose hair. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will need a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that their nose hair is a major turnoff. Yikes. Whoa. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code 
Road, Road theory. theory at manscaped.com. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs and our holes looking nice. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. <sighs> yeah. Whoa! They're looking good. Showed my pubes. They look great. I did them today. They, I can tell. They I look did, amazing. I did them today with the uh, with the lawnmower 2.0. 2.0 still kicking. Would have loved to have had that light. Oh, would I have bet. loved to have had that light if you're listening, Pod Daddy. And probably would have loved to have it waterproof. Would have loved that waterproof because I would have just done it in the shower. That's a big move. Nice hands, Daddy. Big move. Thank you. Better hands than Freddie Galvis. Yeah. So I'm so just what saying. Do we do? What? Where do we go after Dick? What do you think? What's the oh, move? I go after Dick all the time. Yeah, that's my play. You know what I want to do? What I really want to do, but is extremely unrealistic and probably wouldn't happen, and it would drive off one person. You would drive off the big fish. Sign Jeff Lunau. The guy from Houston. Houston. And it would drive off Trevor. Right. But look at what he built. Yeah. He built a really good ball team that has players locked up for a long time. Yeah. And had enough pieces to move and get Cole and Verlander. Yeah. And Zach Greinke. And Greinke, yeah. Get them, like, in the middle of a season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking they, about that the other day. Do you think that that would be a nail in the coffin and Bauer would not come back? Uh-huh, yeah. 100%. He wants nothing to do with Houston. I don't think I, – I just don't think that's realistic. So what you do is you go down to Tampa and you talk to everybody else like, hey, who's closest enough to being able to do this job? Yeah. And then you have – you poach them because that's what the rest of Major League Baseball's done. Yeah, you go to Tampa Bay to buy an executive. Exactly. And it's worked out in – it's worked out in Houston this year. It's worked out in Los Angeles, and it's going to work out in Boston. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. Go do that. That's the formula now. Yeah, don't hate that idea at all. Nope. Bring them in, and then probably they'll bring a number two in, and then we'll see a Nick Crawl. You think Crawl's out? Well, I, I think if you bring in a new president of baseball operations. He's going to want his own thing. Right. That's from the outside That's from the outside of the Castellini circle of trust. Yeah. That's not a Buddy Bell appointee or somebody that is close to Bob likes. What happens just out of what happens when Bob passes away? Like is his family like do you like do Who we knows? know? That we don't know. No one knows. I'm not asking I would put for my money information and trying no. to get you in trouble. I'm just no, no, asking no. like as a fan, my bet would be on Phil. Yeah. Because he's the COO. Yeah. So it would just make sense to bump it up. And he's done a great job with the ballpark. Yeah, he has. Great American ballpark rips. It, do, it doesn't look 17 years old. No, not at all. No. And all the amenities and new amenities every year. Every single season, they drop a mill yeah. into it. That's amazing. At least, and it's like, hey, we're bringing in new experiences to the ballpark to distract you from the mess that's on the field. Yeah, I know. So what do you do? What? Okay. So number one on your list now is, is it figure out your front office or is it... Go sign Bauer. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think that right now, with the uncertainty in the air, do you just go and say, hey, Trevor, here's three years of $150 million, or what do you do? 
I think you say three years, 150, and try and lock his ass up for that long. Yeah. And then work around it. And don't say that you don't have the money. Yeah. Come on. You do. You've got it. Open up the checkbook. Let's fucking do it. You sign him for three years, 150, and you either sign a stopgap for Jose Garcia, which would be, for me, D.D. Gregorius, or you find a way to trade for Correa. Yeah. And you do that, because that's going to be a lot cheaper than Lindor, and I don't think he would he wants to be a free agent yeah you know what i mean he wants to go out and do that yeah unless you can get into an entanglement with the indians and dodgers again and see what you can fucking muster up yeah speaking of going out and being a free agent is anyone enjoying it more than trevor bauer no he is just on twitter he tweeted a a, a flight ticket to Boston boston and tagged the red Sox, and then you know, somebody bid him farewell, a Reds fan on Twitter, and he quote tweeted that and said, who said I'm not going to be coming back next right. year? And he is just relishing in this moment, and I'm happy for him. You know what he's doing right now? Him and Rachel Luba are driving around Boston and going up north and just doing the most basic white girl trip ever. Look at the leaves. Yeah, look at the leaves. Look at changing. the leaves. Yeah, just got to go take a couple meetings where I'm going to be asking for $50 million dollars. a year salary. Which he's literally... He's Again, it's against the agreement, but he can't talk to anybody at the moment. Yeah. So I, I I like that he's heating up the stove early, but he did he did a live stream and watching I forget which, which game, but he said number one on his free agent list is still the Reds. Yeah. Number one on his list is still the Reds. He said it was the most fun he's had playing baseball. He says Derek Johnson is the best coach he's ever had. Yeah. And it showed. This yeah. Year. Of course, it, he's going to win the Cy Young. Right. And he likes the guys he play with, plays with. He loves Sonny Gray. Yeah. Like it the, was his... It, we benefited from getting Bauer during a time of his life when he was flowering. Yeah. And blossoming as a person. Right. So, like, that sticks in his head. I believe that this is the most fun he's ever made. He was in the fucking... He was in the news every other start. Yeah. From his performance or his cleats or his t-shirt or his tweets. Yep. And that rhymes. And guess what? Oh, it does rhyme. I really like that. But... You know who didn't like his antics? Nailed it. Terry Francona. Yeah, exactly. So they, they didn't get along, and that's why he didn't produce as much as well in the, you know, the last year, two years in Cleveland he yeah. had there. So they unloaded him. And they, you know, I would do anything to have him back on our team next year. I would, year. too. I would do anything to have him. Something tells me they're going to do it. Something tells me that, too. I think they need to open up the checkbook and make it happen because, like, you get him... You get one more relief. You get one more reliever just to be safe. Yeah. Because you can't just bring the same people back. No. You can't. You have to up. You have to look and evaluate at every position. Where can I upgrade? And you can upgrade. I think the DH sticks, and I think Jesse Winker is your DH. Yeah. I think you, if you can upgrade and left or center, do it. Castellanos is going to stay. I don't think he opts out of that deal. Yeah. So you your 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 positions of need are catcher. You have Tyler Stevenson, but if you can go out and sign JT Real Muto, yeah, you do it. Yeah, shortstop, center, and left. Those are you and a reliever. And if you you but number one you but this is after this is after taking Bauer off the table and saying that you have signed him. Those are your needs. Yeah, and that's something we will deep dive into. This off this post yeah, this like off season. as it trend yeah as it goes down right 
So it'll be fun to like dig up and think about who would fit in all of those spots and play with it. But that's what I would do. What do you think? Who are you? So what do you, I mean, what are your thoughts going into this? Do you rebuild your front office first or do you worry about signing Bauer? No, I think Bauer is the number one thing, especially just because like, you know, Dickie Williams leaving head of baseball operations. That's, that's a scary thing. There's a lot of plates that move. I mean, you, we were talking about that's, that's like a GM. That's a change of guard. That's a change of identity. Yeah. And that's scary for a fan base. It's scary for the players involved. But I think that, like, you just calm the masses right now mm-hmm. and you lock Bauer down. I mean, as soon as you yep. can. As soon as you as can. As soon as you possibly can. Ooh, what about this? Dick's gone. You have you already have someone who has experience within working in the front office and has been doing a, not exactly front office, but around the team and knows everybody. Why not slide over Phil? Yeah. Don't hate that. He's been doing a good job. Whatever. Slide him over. Put that on him. Either way you think crawls out. I don't know. If, if they bring somebody in from the because outside, because if we sign Bauer before we get our front office in shape, that's crawl making that move, yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen before they figure out the present of baseball operations because you can go out and get one of these guys right now, or as soon as the World Series ends, you can go out and get one of these guys. There's still a, a big period in which you can't talk to free agents, yeah, and they can't sign anywhere, yeah. So you can go and do your front time. office shit. Go ahead and get that over with. Get get your house in order. Before you go open up a casino. And then, yeah, and then part of the sell is being like, hey, man, you, we'll sign you, and then your first move, you'll bring in Trevor Bauer and lock him in. Yep. And it's like, you'll, that, you'll the fan base will love you, yep. but, like, we need to bring you on. Cause we want Bauer. We want Bauer back. You want Bauer? You think that's a good idea? I mean, that's yeah. part of the stipulation we of want, hiring, right? Right. We want Bauer. But you know who else wants Bauer? Everyone else. Correct. Yeah. So it's like you have all of these options. You know, you are, we are like, uh, I don't know, we're not a startup, but we're like, you know, a mom and pop long, long run and operation. We've been yeah. around for 151 years. But then you also have fucking Johnson and Johnson down the street who's solidified. They got money. They can pay as much or more maybe yeah. if they're willing to, to put up with it. But do you trust the people you've already been working with who might give you the same amount of money or a new organization with not the same pieces? Like, like with the angels, they're not going to win. They aren't just missing Bauer. No, no. They're missing Bauer and, 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 and don't you think and. Bauer knows that and does want to win a world series? Yeah. And the fact that he ca- he came here and is probably going to win the first world the first Jesus the first Cy Young, come on! You could be a Reds legend. Yeah, something that Homer Bailey thought he was going to do, and yeah. the fans thought he was going to yeah. do, and just choked. Yeah, you traded away Cueto. You traded away, and Matt Latos just shit the bed. Completely shit the bed. Edinson, oh. you traded him away. I don't know how much this fan base can take it if they don't fucking sign him. I know. Me too. I know. That's why I feel like it I feel like <sighs> it's where we are forced to the brink. We gotta bring him back. Because your window is you have two years left on the Sunny Gray deal. Yeah. 
You have two years left of Luis. That's your window. Yeah. See what he'll do for two. And then admit, like, well, we really fucking tried. Yeah. Yeah, give him two years, 125. Now you got to look that up. That's going to bother me if I don't know right now off the top of my head. What? Uh, how long? How much longer we actually have Sonny Gray? I don't want to be wrong. We signed him to a three-year deal. This is his second year. I thought we signed him to a four. I thought it was a three-year deal. Okay, here we go. Uh, with a $12 million club option for 2023. So we have him for three more years. Yeah. Oh, three more years? So we signed him to five years? Four plus. Plus the option. Okay. Three. No, it was three because he had the deal already going in with the Yankees. And then when we got him, we signed him to a four. Okay. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. Now, Luis, this is where I think it's going to be interesting. If I'm correct, uh, oh, yeah, unrestricted free agent, 2024. So you have him for four. It's a good signing. I didn't know we had him locked down for that long. Well, it's because this is, this is going to be his first ARP year. Yeah. So you can so you have a three year window realistically. What's your gut tell you, Trevor? Yes or no? Yes. 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 It, it my gut says yes because I don't think Bell's going anywhere, um, and Buddy Bell's still up there. So that's why I don't think he's going anywhere. Derek Johnson really likes it here. Yeah. I don't know. I, my gut says yes. And it's going to cost a lot of money, and you're going to sink that in. And do I think he's going to continue to have this type of success? Yeah. 100%. He puts in the work. Yeah. He's not a guy that's like... He didn't catch fire. It wasn't a fluke. No. He showed it before, then there was a dip, and then he doubled down on the effort and the work ethic, and it showed again. It's like, this is what he is. Yes. You know, this is who he sure. is. It's not a fluke. In one sixty two, would he have hit a rough patch? Of course, it, of course. But it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have extended because guess what? He's he would have figured. But it with out. the stuff that he was doing, a rough patch with him would be a bad month where he goes one and three with an ERA of like three and a half. Right. You know. Right, and you're like, oh man, that was a that was yeah. A bad he, month. he got touched up. He mm-hmm. lost twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No. So I I believe in Bauer, and for whatever reason, maybe I'm just. High on my own supply of Red's optimism. Right. Uh, clearly. I mean, we were saying we were going to, you know, LCS, 2-0. and o. We were going to sweep. You know, it's we are what we are. Yeah. We want it to be good. But, yeah, I think we were going to Bauer. I think Cincinnati, just even still, it could be a fun town. Bauer, the mouth of the Major, major League Baseball, Burrow, the fucking future of the NFL. Yeah. Like, that, I think... I, and who knows? I mean, he inter- even Bauer on Twitter, we were talking about he interacted with Burrow on Twitter. Yeah. Burrow tweets, winning is fun. Also, you have the FC Cincinnati Stadium opening in 2021. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's it, still pretty major. It's a huge deal. Okay. How much would you throw down on Bauer re signing? I would put, if he's signing for $50 million a year, I'd put 50 bucks on it. I'm into that. I'd put 50 bucks on it. I think there's a place where you could go do that. Is there a prop bet? Could you bet that? I think you probably could. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. I Maybe think not right now, but like in the f- eventually. Yeah, you could bet on the hot stove. 
You know, I think there's a place where you can do it from the comfort comfort of your own home on your mobile device. Bet online. On your laptop. That's right. Oh shit. Yeah. We talked about them. Yeah. I got you. Bet online, baby. We're about to start a uh, three three way season. Three-way season of fun. The NFL, it's in full swing. Some of the teams are already strutting their stuff early. You know? Oh, wow. Some of their teams are already strutting their stuff early. we got the NBA finals that are happening right now. Wow. The Lakers. And then, you know, of course, MLB playoffs, they are in full swing. Steerike, you might now, uh, you might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online, they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. You got game spreads and totals, team player and coach props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to betonline.ag today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Ayo. Got me in there, man. I did it. You, we like, got me me, in uh, you like me having the first two lines down from Mim? That's pretty fucking solid not for bad. a new read. Not bad, Get man. out of here. Come on. Well, let's round third and head for home. We've got a lot of optimism. Uh, I I am a little bit less because of I'm uh, whatever we covered it. It's because I'm a, I'm a little bit less optimistic because there's still some major holes, but there's still a wealth of things to talk about in this off season because I love off season storylines. And I think it's fun if we're just trying to find a silver lining. The holes will be filled by a new mind a new angle yes so like we could be able we will be you know hopefully thrilled if we Mm -hmm. go down and pick the nice the best hottest mind out of tampa Mm -hmm. or if we just sell our soul to the devil and get lou house or whatever the (laughs) lou house luno or the the houston guy yeah lou house that's also another asian coffee shop the lou house it's no it's actually a uh asian uh no that would be a british toilet store Lou House? The Lou House. Oh, because of the Lou. The Lou. Yeah, so I don't know. Whoever we replace Dick Williams with, that will just give us more fuel on the fire for who we're going to pick up and fill the holes in the middle. What if we replace Dick Johnson with uh, Vagina Gatherer? Oh, how about that? Yeah. Wouldn't hate that. No, go from a dick to a vag? That's tight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Going trans. <laughs> trans baseball team, man. What do you, you got do round it. in third, Charlie Hustle? Uh, Friday, I am headlining Chameleon at 7.30. Hell yeah, dude. Beave there. That's so tight. Man, and, Wits Comedy Club. That's cool moving forward that we have that. It's really cool. It's fucking awesome. Uh, just a space for us to fucking stretch, limber, and just go out and rip. Not bad at all. Love it. Super into it. Um, um, and then, um, your show last, uh, yesterday was sick. Thank you. It was Let's fun. show up at five point alley. It was fun. Hopefully we get to do another one. I really hope so. I really, really hope. And that would be on hopefully October 20th. I hope so. That would be good. So that's what I have in the books. AT. Oh, October 23rd. I'm at Alexandria Brewing Company, eight o'clock. It's going to be a great show. Um, Wait, did I say that right? The 23rd? Right. And then um, the 29th, I will be here doing that oh, Halloween yeah. show. Did you see my character? Yeah, that's very funny. Harry Seinfeld? It's a sticker treat. So it's like, you know, you, you have a take Char- on it. You, you do a character. Harry Seinfeld? So like Werewolf Seinfeld? Yeah. I fucking love it. What's the deal with me only being able to come out during a full moon? <laughs> I love all the moon. 
I was thinking, uh, I want to, I want to do uh, Louis C.K. if he didn't get canceled, <laughs> <laughs> and just walk out on stage and be like, "I'm the most successful comedian in the world. <laughs> I'm worth three hundred million dollars. This is great. This My is, life is awesome. This is so great." Um, you can catch me. I'm at the Liberty Funny Bone this weekend, okay. uh, Friday and Saturday. One show Friday, one show Saturday. Opening up for Michael Loftus. Who is that? Michael Loftus. He's like a, you know, old school, real right wing guy. Fun. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun. Not going to be a lot of masks in the house. No. So, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. And uh, the hub, open mic. How about that? It's coming back the 12th. We'll see how it goes. Yep. We'll see how it goes, man. We will see what happens. Yeah. Got to do it. Yep. I got no shame. I'm f- fuck. Who cares? It's yeah, fun. I got no shame. The the job came back. I'm going back to work. You're going back to work. <laughs> you know, you like, are clocking in and you know what I'm doing? You know what I would do? Yeah. I would fucking take that sign up sheet and then that's it. And then you stick it to the wall and you go piggyback. Yeah. Cause you shouldn't be going in, out, yeah, for in, sure. out, in. I might have two mics. With an off stage. Mike, that's that's a great move. Yeah. Because you need to. Someone goes up there and bombs. I think it's fun to, like, have an off mic. I'm with you. And I could stand over next to the board and, like, have, you know, everybody gets a little walk-up music or something. Perfect. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. Uh, Thank you to Armchair Media for being our podcast dad. Thank you to Manscaped. BetOnline.ag for being sponsored. Use that promo code. Bet some money this fucking... Throw some money. Do it. Make yourself some money. Money. So, um, the future is bright, I guess. We'll be fine. Uh, So, thank you for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty, y'all. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. 
I love my Skims Wireless Form Bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.